Mana Pitch, a magical resource of enormous power and the source of our city's wealth. But something about Mana Pitch City attracted unlikely events known as glitches and improbable people called glitchers. Eventually, almost everyone used the obvious pun in unofficial conversation. Now, a magical scheme to do away with glitches forever has plunged the city into confusion, and reality is even less reliable than before. We present Mana Glitch, city of inconsistent histories. Do try to keep your memories compatible, citizen. Pad 9 encryption begins. Glenn755 here, apologizing for the cryptographic inconvenience, but this is the third time we've had to move the studio since the revision event, and we're sick of packing boxes. Still, you can't keep us off of Z Frequency 2308 forever. We're broadcasting by net, InfoTower, and DataScry to keep alive the memory of Managlitch City before, and to find out just what's happened to the city after. It's clear light the 15th, year 716 in the 41 worlds. That's six weeks, cohorts. Six weeks since McAllen and his conspirators used their twisted school of techno-magic to rewrite Managlitch City to their tastes. Six weeks since four million of our fellow citizens vanished into non-existence at his whim, and since thousands more died in the panic and accidents that followed. Six weeks of unprecedented oppression by the Ministry of Order. And that's not even the whole story. Whatever malformed miracle of malice casting Primus McAllen produced didn't just take the city's glitchers away. No, that spell did its very best to erase them completely from memory and record. A couple months ago, when Avrela Singer erased that demon during her experiments with McAllen's weapons, we forgot it had ever existed at all. Likewise, many of the citizens of Managlitch have forgotten that the glitchers ever existed. Co-workers, friends, loved ones are now gone from the minds of people who cared about them. And if you are one of those who still somehow remember the deleted, it's terrifying to see people calmly go about their daily business not remembering that anyone ever occupied the corner office or the other half of the bed. And why do some of us remember? What's different about us? There are a lot of theories and no proven answers. The effects of the revision spell seemed to hit people hardest around the contraband mana gems planted in various spots by McAllen's minions. Also, some folks seem naturally resistant to the effects of the spell, especially the fraction of glitchers left behind, like us. There are a lot more of us than McAllen was hoping for, I'm sure of that. We'd sure as pitch like to know why. Our own sequestered Aurometric expert is one of those trying to find out, and we're supplying her with every resource we can spare. Though, frankly, as much as I support her efforts, I'm running out of body parts for Ms. Singer to probe, scan, and sample. 
She keeps talking about resonance and temporarily inhibited waveform collapses, and I think only Nicolin is following any of it. At this stage, I don't know whether we'll ever learn the truth. And that cert-begotten maniac McAllen doesn't seem interested in sharing his notes. Speaking of our new Primus, Cyrus McAllen is sitting pretty right now as the man in charge of Maniglitch City. The royal family is still missing, and the city council is rubber-stamping every suggestion he makes. In real terms, the city has a dictator for the first time since the Seventh Age began. There have been protests, even a riot or two, but the Ministry of Order has suppressed all public outcry swiftly and efficiently. When McAllen announced swift trials with harsh sentences for many of the early offenders, and then in his next breath an increase in the citizen income stipend, open dissent dwindled to practically none. Maniglitch's people are desperate for direction after the revision, and a carrot and a stick were enough to quiet this city down. Yes, the city is calm again, or something like it, but the fear that's visited us now and then for the last year is now here to stay. Fear because people have disappeared since the revision, and rumor suggests these recent disappearances aren't magical at all. Fear because there are more catfolk in the streets than Maniglitch has ever seen, and they will not confirm nor deny the sinister theories about their presence. Fear from the conflict between citizens who remember a different world and citizens who are certain things have always been this way. And then, there's fear of the indecision. But I will get to that. I'll say thankfully that we have no confusing, inexplicable, large-scale glitches to report. No impossible geometry, no strange transformations, no decorative outbuildings issuing death threats. For the citizens who do remember, it's a mixed blessing. Some folks miss the spice that the changes brought to their dreary routines. Others are relieved not to have to wonder what new weirdness they must cope with today. And, you know, that's almost the worst part. Go anywhere people still congregate, or visit the social networks on the info towers, and you'll find plenty of people who remember, and like it better this way. No glitches to worry about, and especially no glitchers to complicate their lives, to treat with forced politeness, to avoid staring at on the street. This gives me the cold shivers, cohorts. I knew people like that were out there, but I'd have never guessed so many of my fellow citizens would be happier without me around. Okay, cohorts, we've been on our current crypto pad for a while, uh, and the Ministry snoopers have been busy lately, so we're changing now to pad 17 encryption. We'll give you a minute or two to resync. A visit to the New York Aquarium at age nine inspired Eugenie Clark, the shark lady. Stories say that Pickering was frustrated at the lab one day and claimed that his housekeeper could do better work than the men he was working with. So he hired his housekeeper. And at the age of 12, her first invention was inspired after seeing an accident at a textile mill. Dr. Anasuya Chinsami Turan was always interested in math and science. 
Introductions Necessary is a daily podcast presenting a short introduction to notable women and their contributions to STEM fields, both throughout history and in the modern day. From mathematicians in ancient Greece to the women who may head to Mars, we celebrate the work, discoveries, and inventions that women have contributed to our world. Please visit our website, introductionsnecessary.com, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Right, now pad 17 encryption begins. Hope you're all still with me, because now I want to talk about some things I was holding back. You may remember I had a conference with Mistress Messier just after the revision. Just after millions of people vanished, but some came back. The legendary entertainer Galvin, long thought dead, has returned and is asking awkward questions about the Galvin Museum that now occupies his beloved mansion. Years ago, Starliner ZZ-260 Alpha was believed to be lost to ether motivator failure during final pre-atmosphere approach. Within minutes of the revision, that ether ship reappeared in a holding pattern low over the city, using the latest codes to ask for a landing clearance. And Mistress Messier's parents, gone for two decades are reintegrating themselves into Maniglitch high society as though the last 20 years have simply slipped their minds and will come back to them in another day or so. She and I talked a lot that evening. She's been looking for answers since the day her parents vanished, and their return doesn't provide a single one. They literally don't know they were gone, like the Glitchbusters earlier this year. The mistress is handling it generally well, though whenever her guard slips, I can tell she's upset. She had many things to tell me, not all of which I can repeat here. Not yet. But here's the gist. I learned that Artemis Sable's demon hunters predate the second portal blast and probably even the first. They've been fighting a secret war against crasher demons and other things, for a very long time. And before the revision, only a tight-lipped few knew anything of McAllen's fanatical inner circle of purifiers. I'd heard rumors, but I dismissed them like anyone sensible. The mistress told me of them and of other covert groups in Maniglitch, some still perhaps legends, but some known to her. One in particular is closely tied to her, and based on the stories I have to tell and the help I've been to her, she wants me to join. I still won't give the name of the group. I still haven't decided if I'll join. But I need answers, cohorts. I have been threatened, mauled, buried, shot at, and ignored. And I gotta tell you, it's not as much fun as it sounds. So I am seriously considering joining up. And to make the game interesting, one of the first things she wants to do is set up a trip into indecision. Yes, many of you have experienced it already. In various places around the city, places where the wave of revision hit our tangled aura just right, the world is dark. People who attempt to enter these places find their surroundings grow dim, 
Moments later, these folks discover they're walking back the way they came with no memory of changing direction. All that remains to them is perhaps a faint sense of confusion, a sense of uncertainty and doubt. Few repeat the experiment. That's what happens to the unchanged of the city, anyway. A few glitchers have entered indecision, looking for missing friends or attempting to complete errands from before, and they have disappeared. No one has heard from any of these souls again. The mistress organization wants glitchers with the strongest memories of the city before. They believe these glitchers may be able to make their way into indecision and find out what secrets hide behind these zones of confusion. Bluntly, they want me in there, perhaps with some of the underground along. I told her I hadn't decided. But if you've been a listener to this program for any time at all, you know I'm going to say yes. I have to know. Perhaps I can learn something that can bring back the deleted. And honestly, it would give me great satisfaction just now for a glitcher to bring back answers that an unchanged person cannot. Yes, uh, I will be contacting them tomorrow. Whatever insane plan her organization has concocted, I'm in. And with that, this is Glen 755 for Mana Glitch City Underground. We're closing down Z Frequency 2308 before we have to change encryption again. I hope to have some interesting news for you all next open period when we'll again broadcast by Net, InfoTower, and DataScry. Keep your memories compatible and your story straight. The voice of Mana Glitch City Underground today was Michael O'Brien as Glenn755. Maya Karlovna voiced Princess Whiffstorm as our narrator. Tonight's season opener, episode 21, Revision, was written by Michael O'Brien and script edited by Maya Karlovna. Our theme music is Crime of the Century by Consortium 499 on the web at ReverbNation.com slash Consortium 499. All other content is copyright 2015-2016 Glitch City Media. Visit our website at managlitch.com for more information about the city and links to our podcast archives. If you have questions about the world of Managlitch City, email them to glen755 at managlitch.com or leave them as comments on our website, and we may use them in a future episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a positive review on iTunes. It helps a lot. <laughs>